Hey y'all, it's B.A. Brandon Adams, and I'm sorry to be the one delivering this news. Obviously, this is not the kind of video program I wanted to be doing shortly after Dog Nation Daily, but we have learned, official announcement coming from UGA here, that Georgia wide receiver George Pickens has sustained an ACL injury. I'll read you directly what Georgia has shared, and obviously you can read more about this at dognation.com because I want to make sure I get all the facts correct. The statement from Georgia says that junior wide receiver has injured his right knee in spring football practice on a non-contact play from Tuesday. Georgia says the MRI confirmed an injury to the anterior cruciate ligament, which will require surgery, Georgia says. Uh, Pickens already started his pre-op rehabilitation program under the supervision of the, uh, the Athletic Association Sports Medicine staff, and a full recovery is anticipated. That's the word there. The quote from Kirby Smart here is, the good news is that the MRI showed it to be an isolated injury with no other structures involved. George is a hard worker, Kirby Smart says. I know he'll bring the same work ethic to rehab that he shows in practice every single day. This is obviously just devastating, just devastating news. I want to be really clear about something off the top here. Primarily, it's devastating news for Pickens himself, who I know had battled injuries a little bit last year and I know was really looking forward to his upcoming junior season. So first and foremost, before I get into any kind of selfish thing related to what I obviously wanted to see for George on the field, as a fan of Pickens, what I was looking forward to seeing from him in the early stages of this upcoming season, before I get to any of that, let me just express you know my sadness for Pickens himself, because this is a story for him personally, uh, a challenge and an obstacle that he'll have to overcome. And I, of course, agree with what Kirby Smart says that no doubt the tenacity with which Pickens plays the game and I know that he shows during practice no doubt he'll take that same tenacity I would believe into this injury recovery situation and eventually he'll be back being as good as he ever was before this is a story about him primarily But obviously, for so many of us who've enjoyed watching Pickens these last couple of years and have kind of imagined what he would look like in an offense that was built to take full you know, advantage of his prodigious skill set. This just undoubtedly Pickens is one of the biggest names expected to have been one of the biggest names on this team, on this roster for the upcoming season. And to hear ACL injury during spring practice is the just the exact opposite of what you want to hear here. This is obviously awful news. And I, I do get the concept of next man up and, you know, all the stuff that goes along with that. I, I get all of that. And clearly there's an aspect of that that will, of course, be true for Georgia. That you will have to turn your attention to the receivers who are healthy and able to play and contribute. But before you do that, it is appropriate just to say, Dadgummit, this is just not the thing that you want to be doing. Just just horrible, horrible, horrendous news here. And unfortunately, it's kind of a part of a sort of a larger theme that's in place for Georgia when it comes to this position in particular. Because I, mean, I think the one thing that a lot of us are very well aware of is that when it comes to you know Georgia in the Kirby Smart era, there's been clearly an attempt to raise the level of recruiting the wide receiver position to match what Georgia has done recruiting the other position groups. That that's been like the one area in which maybe Georgia hasn't quite felt like the college football power that it's supposed to be. The way in which you've got elite linebackers and obviously great secondary play and offensive linemen and I think in 2021 a very special defensive line. You've been hoping that you could see that kind of depth show up at the wide receiver position. In a lot of ways, the last couple of recruiting cycles, certainly for the class of 2019, 2020, there were some major wins for Georgia at the receiver position. But my gosh, so many of those guys are battling injury. I mean, if you look at the four top receivers that Kirby Smart has signed as head coach on the basis of the 24-7 sports you know, player rankings, 
Pickens, obviously, the highest-rated receiver overall. He was a five-star number four receiver for the class of 2019. He is now injured. Clearly, Dominic Blaylock, the number five receiver from the 2019 class, has been battling multiple multiple injuries. He's you know looking to come back. You have Marcus Roseme Jackson from the class of 2020, who's now also in the midst of a fairly severe injury recovery situation. And then just behind him, the other, the the fourth of the four top ten receivers that Kirby Smart has signed during his tenure as UGA coach. Arian Smith is healthy now, but he spent most of his first year on campus injured there as well. So here's the one thing that we fully acknowledge, that luck, both good and bad luck, is just a part of the game in football. And one of the reasons why you want to build a roster as deep as you possibly can is to mitigate against the bad luck that is invariably going to come your way. So that's all part of it. And we're adults, you know, we're, you know, you know, certainly capable of, of processing all of this. But it doesn't mean it's not just devastating, disappointing news. And for a lot of you who've you know tuned in to listen and watch Dog Nation daily over the years, you know how big of a fan I am of Pickens. Going back to the time he was in high school, and I just like what he does. I like the way he plays the game. And yes, I know at times maybe he's you know gone beyond the echo of the whistle just a little bit. And I, I get all of that. But as I've said a million times, give me his edge and let me impart that on other people because it's far easier to tell a guy who plays with a real revved up motor you know race car in the red it's far easier to tell that guy to tone it down just a little bit than it is to say to take someone whose engine maybe doesn't run at quite the same rate and say hey you've got to raise your level you've got to find that extra intensity because sometimes in life you either have that gear or you don't pickens to his credit has had that gear and it is just a real shame just a real shame that he is uh, not going to be available for Georgia, at least in the early going, when it comes to uh, this injury situation here right now. So I'll take a few comments. We'll kind of talk about what all this means. But the overall big story here for today is not good news. And it's not a happy discussion at all. But Georgia confirming, and I guess uh, Seth Emerson from The Athletic was the uh, kind of first on the scene to say that something had gone on with Pickens at practice. Georgia getting very closely in behind that and say, yes, indeed, it is an ACL injury. So this is obviously very disappointing news. So let me read a few comments, and then we'll see what's uh, what's going on after that. All right, uh, let me try to find some stuff over here on uh, on Facebook here for a moment. We'll take some comments. Pickens injured ACL. Big news, bad news. Not the kind of thing that anybody is uh, certainly happy about at all. And uh, we'll see if we can get that up and running. Let me try the YouTube side of things here for a moment. Um, as uh, as we take some comments on what is a just a tough, tough day. Tough day for Georgia all the way around. George Pickens sustaining an injury here. Uh, Dog Fan 3 talking about who might step up and be uh, wide receiver number one now that this has happened. And obviously, you know, the good news for Georgia is, is you did see some guys do more at the receiver position last year than you're kind of used to seeing. And the emergence of JT Daniels obviously helps with that. But even prior to Daniels emerging as Georgia's starting quarterback, uh, Kyrus Jackson had back-to-back games a year ago with 100-plus yards receiving. That's not the kind of thing that Georgia receivers have done with regularity, as many of you are well aware. Jermaine Burton had nearly 200 yards receiving against Mississippi State, also the kind of thing that was almost a school record. So clearly, that was not the kind of thing that you see Georgia receivers doing with regularity. So there are two things. More than one thing can be true at, at a single time, and this is certainly an example of that that Georgia is still deeper at the receiver position than it has been, 
But Pickens was the guy in line to be that number one receiver. I don't think there's any question that he's the most dynamic receiver in the smart era and probably as dynamic a receiver as Georgia has had in a number of years, many years to go back to kind of find someone who plays that position with the flair that that Pickens played it with. So there's not an absence of names to step up in Pickens' absence, but it's still very bad news all the way around. Uh, Ron Thomas giving us a long no. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly uh, my feeling on this there as well. Dogfan3 also wondering about the possibility of Georgia going into the portal for a receiver. That's something that Georgia did well back in uh, the 2019 season when it brought in Lawrence Cager. And you know there are a couple scholarship spots, I guess, open for Georgia. There's been some thought that maybe you might think defensive back for Georgia if it goes to the transfer portal. But uh, obviously the Pickens news is, is certainly disappointing when it comes to all that. Jacob Darnell hoping that Dominic Blaylock is on his way to a healthy recovery. We mentioned that a moment ago. Another one of these big-time wide receiver signees for Georgia that's battled injury, and it's just bad luck. There's all the way about that. That's all you can say about that. Uh, Jacob Darnell says an ACL tear is out for at least seven months. Important to note that Georgia called an ACL injury, but it is an injury that requires surgery. And I think you're right about that. You're talking about at least seven months on that before you're doing anything. And then, you know, beyond that, obviously, there's an extended recovery, you know, even beyond that. You know, once you're even, you know, kind of healthy enough to be cleared again, there's still a little bit of a lingering situation, at least to my eyes, with that, with the guys that we've seen go through this when it comes to being back at your best again. So, the good news is just for athletes like Pickens who want to be back playing again, it seems like the timeline for when you can expect to do that is really accelerated from what it once was. I mean, I can remember, you know, when I was much younger, the idea of an ACL injury was a year plus, it seems like. And we've obviously cut way down on that because of the advances in medical science and everything else. But there's also a thing of, you know, when you're, you know, requiring the torque required to make, you know, harsh cuts and things like that on turf. Obviously, there's a difference between being healthy enough to be able to play and being healthy enough to be as dynamic as you once were. Uh, William Perry also giving us a long no. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those days here where you just have some really disappointing news. Chevron Hannah mentioning Justin Robinson. That's another one of those talking about big time wide receiver signings for Georgia. Robinson was one of those guys as a four star from the class of 2020. Uh, you know, an example of what we talked about for Georgia for a couple of cycles, really, in 2019, 2020. Georgia recruiting the receiver position better than it had been at any point in time prior to that in the smart era. And Robinson's now one of those guys that you kind of hope gets his chance to do all of that. Um, uh, Frederick Jones says he's heading to Alaska now until the season's over with. Yeah, I understand the sentiment on that. And, you know, we're going to try to keep, obviously, a you know, a, an optimistic look towards the season that, that this is not the end for Georgia. Clearly, there's an opportunity to overcome this. And if there's any silver lining to it, the fact that it happens as early as it does gives you more chance to figure out what your new pecking order wide receiver is going to be. So we're not giving up hope on the season, but I'm also not going to bury my head in the sand and acknowledge that, you know, for those of us who are fans of Pickens and just looking forward to what he was going to provide Georgia this year for today, for this moment. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where you do kind of just want to head to Alaska here just for right now. Uh, Wes Underwood says it seems like we have a lot of ACL and shoulder injuries year after year. Does anyone else see that? I think the thing you got to keep in mind on this, Wes, is is there a lot of programs who feel that way? Remember Alabama a couple of years ago felt like it had more than its fair share. And there was this thing of what's going on related to this. And then a couple of years prior to that, Gus Malzahn took some questions at Auburn of, hey, why do you have ACL injuries? And the fact of the matter is, is that 
anytime you have more of more than one of something, you know, there's this attempt to sometimes connect those things together when, frankly, I don't really feel like they're connected. I am a big believer, and I've said this when other SEC programs have dealt with clusters of injuries together. I am a big believer that football is just bad. There is, as I said before, there's an element of luck heavily involved in football. Sometimes it's good luck. I mean, believe it or not, one of these days, Georgia may actually get a lucky break and hopefully we're all alive to see it. But you can have good luck, but you can also have bad luck. And I think sometimes situations like this are nothing more than just bad luck. And I think it's important not to read too much into it beyond that. Keith Finley says a very familiar quote for us for Georgia fans. Yeah, I mean, Georgia's been through a lot of this kind of stuff. Uh, Joanna Yarbrough says uh, praying for a quick healing for George Pickens that we love you. And I think Joanna is right about that. I mean, I'm going to be a little bit selfish and speak to those of you who are also you know concerned about your own favorite team here. But I think we would all agree, as Joanna points out, this is also an individual story for Pickens himself. And we obviously, you know, wish him well on on all of that because you know he's going to have a road to recovery and yeah, I'm sure, as as Smart said, the way that he approaches the sport with a great deal of tenacity, that I'm sure he'll take that same approach towards injury recovery. And he'll join a lot of George wide receivers who are kind of doing that there at the moment. Uh, Joseph Kennedy says UGA has bad luck. It seems like, you know, this kind of goes into a little bit of a series of bad luck for sure. Uh, Kathy Equavia Green says, I can't say what I want to say. And Kathy, I'm right there with you. Our buddy Santiago Dion checking in too. Uh, Rich Olenek brings a pretty good point that, you know, we did see an example of what could have been a debilitating wide receiver injury for Alabama a year ago when it comes to Jalen Waddell, who, listen, we all thought Devontae Smith was good, and there were a lot of you know sort of stat head type guys that would have told you that that uh, that Devontae Smith had actually been better maybe you know, 2018, 2019 for Alabama than some people realize. But to Rich's point here, most people last season, I think, began the year thinking that Jalen Waddell was Alabama's best receiver. And certainly going into that game in October, there was a great concern for everything that Waddell could do. And obviously he did that against Georgia. But as Rich points out, you know, Waddell also went down and injured. He did come back and just play briefly in the national championship game. But after a huge start to the season, got hurt shortly after that. And you see Devontae Smith go on to win the Heisman Trophy. So it is fair to say that teams in the SEC, as recently as last season, one of Georgia's arch nemesis in Alabama, did overcome an injury similar to what what Jalen Waddell, I should say what George Pickens is dealing with right now in the case of Jalen Waddell getting hurt. So there is an example of that. And unfortunately, all that means is you just have to be as good as Alabama now if you want to get that done. But the truth is, given them standing in your way in the SEC, you needed to be as good as them anyway. But that's a that's a fair point. Joseph Marino saying we can't catch a break. And I can certainly understand why anybody would be saying that right now. William Gleaton wondering if Rick Gilbert now may be an option. Uh, I think the Gilbert thing is probably sailed at this point in time. But obviously, he's also a dynamic playmaker there as well. Um, so. Yeah, just tough stuff. Tough stuff. Santiago Diarn says this puts a dent in our national championship chances, and I think that's probably a fair way to say it. As Rich pointed out a moment ago, it doesn't have to be the end of those national championship chances. And I do think that I, – I, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on this, but for those that care about point spreads and things like that, the one thing that you do see fairly frequently is – is that individual player injuries are typically overrated by by fans and by you know people who try to follow this stuff closely that we have a tendency to think one player's injury is going to hurt a team more so than it actually does whereas 
typically speaking, unless we're talking about starting quarterback, in a lot of cases, you don't see a lot of line movement on the basis of a star player injury from week to week in college football. Now, this is something a little bit different because all of a sudden now it's over the course of the entire season. But the one thing that like the the stat people and the gambling folks will tell you is, is that when a Georgia level receiver goes down, there ought to be a Georgia level wide receiver there to 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 fill that void. And that's kind of what mathematically you see play out in college football over the course of the long haul you know the georgia receiver situation might be a bit of an outlier there though because this is a position group trying to get caught up with the rest of the program in terms of its overall level of talent but to those who say dent in the national championship chances certainly a fair statement but to those who would say well this now eliminates georgia from championship contention you know the recent analytical history in college football would probably suggest that's not true Uh, Jerry Poppin says no team can lose a talent such as this without hurting them at least somewhat. And I think that's probably true. Connor Riley joining us here. New information to share. A couple of tidbits we had picked up uh, over the course of this one. Uh, you do the math on the possible recovery time here. Eight months. Eight months from now is late November. Yeah. Maybe he's back for Georgia Tech, a game he already has a history with. Maybe yeah. he's back for that SEC championship game. So. I find it interesting that Georgia didn't necessarily rule him out for the season. We'll see how quickly it can come back, I believe. Amari- That's a good point, though. It was a very carefully worded statement yeah. by UGA. Amari Rogers, the former Clemson ride receiver, I believe in the 2019 season, tore his ACL during spring practice. But he actually came back and played, especially early on in that season. So, okay. And I would point out Dominic Blaylock as well. Tears his ACL in the SEC championship game in December of 2019 he was back and cleared and ready to go for next August so again not a death sentence there one of the things talking with Jeff Sintel do you know who the three highest signed wide receivers under Kirby Smart are yeah it's uh, I think I just meant Blaylock Pickens and then Rosemary Jackson you know what they all have in common all all recovering from injury and as I said the fourth highest rated signee uh 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 Arian Smith has spent most of his year uh, last year recovering from injury and that's just bad luck it's like Georgia is finally doing what a lot of people like me have said you got to do you got to go out recruit elite receivers if you want to compete the highest level they've done that and they've all gotten hurt yep they've all gotten hurt and Georgia I think fortunate in the sense that while yes this does put a a dent in those national title hopes as we talk they still bring back their top seven wide receivers though obviously I don't think any as talented as Pickens they bring back a strong running game they bring back JT Daniels so if you're able to weather this during the season you know this obviously makes the Clemson game much more difficult to win now but if you can weather this over the course of the season you know maybe you get him back late in the year in some in some form or Karen Unger brings this up Connor and I'm sure this is true that she says sad not to get a chance to watch him with JT for a full year. Yep. I'm sure that Pickens himself was probably really looking forward oh, to yeah. this. Well, and look, I've said this before. I've been laughed out of the room. People have said it's not true. Oh, you're making this too big of a deal. Do you know what jersey number George Pickens wears? It's that number one, man. You know who else wore that number one? Justin Fields. Yeah. Brenton Cox. Sony Michelle, who suffered a freak injury before, I believe, the 2016 season. This number one jersey is bad juju, and if if I could get Nylon Green out of that number one jersey, I would, I would do it rather quickly. Bury that thing in the ground yeah. somewhere. Uh, Bank Six asked this, it was like you mentioned before, chances that he returns for like the Florida game or something in November. I, just off the top of my head, you mentioned some guys coming back. I'm trying to remember like 
how quickly have we seen someone really contribute coming off an ACL injury? Off the top of my head, I just don't know the answer to that. It's hard. It's it's hard to say. I and again, every ACL injury is different. We're gonna have, we're gonna hear from Kirby Smart tomorrow, and that'll yeah. be a big, I think, step in determining you know how significant this was, and ultimately when he gets surgery and how quickly he's able to recover from this. But at the same point in time, you have to think Georgia's going to be cautious with this, just given, I mean, you only have to look back. Samir White suffered multiple ACL injuries. Dominic Blaylock suffered an ACL injury to the very same knee that he injured last year. So it's something I think Georgia's absolutely going to be cautious with. So it, the Florida game feels very, very soon, I and, would say. You know, I'm in over my skis to even comment on this, but if you look at Pickens' game, it's like he's different than, like, say, we mentioned Arian Smith a mm-hmm. moment ago, whose game is about running past people, yeah. blowing the top off defense. You know, Pickens is a leaper. Pickens is a body control guy. To me, Pickens plays receiver like a basketball yeah. player. He's posting guys up. You know, he's calling. You know, you know that's his game. And I would be interested to hear how the ACL impacts what it is. And maybe it's the specific nature of the ACL injury that matters here. But just knowing that his game is so much about body control and it's it's about contorting himself. It's not necessarily about running away from people. You don't see him run mm-hmm. away from people a lot. Um, I wonder how the ACL injury impacts his leaping ability, for instance, something I do know that George uses a ton. Right. And, and you know, it, it's hard not to harken back to Malcolm Mitchell suffering yeah. his freak in, in the injury before during the Clemson game to start the 2013 season. He ultimately came back to be a, a productive wide receiver at Georgia and very briefly with the New England Patriots in the NFL. But he was never the same wide receiver after that injury. And, and with Pickens, it, yes, he's not the speed demon that – uh, that Arian Smith is, but you you have to wonder, is he going to have it running through his head when he goes up to leap? Hey, how am I going to land on this knee? Yeah. Is it going to be able to withhold and withstand you know all the force and torque that I am putting on it? Ron Warbington mentioning a position switch within the George roster, someone like say Keely Ringo who played a lot of you know offense when he was at Swarrow High School there in Arizona. My guess is they feel like they've got enough receivers. The issue is not having enough guys. The issue is having someone that can perform at a you know eleven twelve hundred yard level, which right. which Pickens seemed in line to do. I mean, you got to realize something. Pickens statistical performance his freshman season is such an outlier not just in the smart era for like 10 years for Georgia receiver there's just not a lot of guys who've done statistically what Pickens has done I'll go one step further it's not just a statistical outlier for the Georgia wide receivers it's a statistical outlier for any you know top 100 wide receiver recruit I did a story on this Mm -hmm. a year ago the traditional freshman wide receiver numbers are like 11 catches for 180 yards over the course of a season. He had 49 for 750 yards. I mean, compare him to like number one receiver in the country for 2020, Julian Fleming, who's barely played for Ohio State. I mean, like Pickens was the and is the real deal. And I think that Georgia can get past this. But on a day like this, you just got to acknowledge just how much it stinks and just mm-hmm. how hard it's going to be. Right. He's the type of player that you need to win games against a Clemson, against mm-hmm. an Alabama, which is where ultimately Georgia wants to go. I mean, we, we talk, you know, we mentioned Justin Ross on this show so often, and he's another guy who's coming off of a, a serious injury. Yeah, that's a good point. He was a monster in that 2018 national title game against against Alabama. You look at the 2019 title game, um, uh, Jamar Chase just roasted a first-round cornerback in A.J. Terrell who now plays for the Falcons. And then obviously just look at what Devontae Smith did last year tearing up all of college football. Having game-breaking wide receivers, and you've been the the main focal point and voice of reason on this, is an absolute necessity in college football these days. Yeah, a couple of final points. We'll get ready to go. Bang Six brings this up. He says, well, this is going to go back to the James Coley days of 2019. You know, essentially saying that he's going to be frustrated with that. I, I do truly believe that one way or another, 
the presence of Todd Munkin is a big asset mm-hmm. in overcoming this. I do think that Munkin's a good coordinator. Now, I think that he will be less than he could have been not having mm-hmm. Pickens to work with. But it's the job of an OC to to, to scheme guys open. I, I I hate to keep throwing dirt on, on, on James Coley, but I don't think he was capable of doing that. I do think that Todd Munkin is. So, to me, if the Pickens injury is going to happen, all the more reason to be glad you've got a guy like Munkin. You can't wave a magic wand and make this not matter, but I do think that that Munkin is certainly capable of getting more out of the guys that Georgia has in the roster. Yeah, uh, on Thursdays, we have Terrence Edwards on the show. Mm -hmm. I I imagine you're going to have him on again tomorrow. That'll be a must-listen for Dog Nation Daily. Looking at Georgia's team, I think the two guys – you don't want to say benefit, but the two guys that I I figure – will get a bigger involvement in the offense in terms of trying to replicate what Pickens did. Or Jermaine Burton, who's probably yeah. who's most likely going to move over to that Z, that Z spot. You figure Justin Robinson's going to get more spot reps there as well. But I would also look for maybe some more targets for Darnell Washington and Georgia creatively using him in the passing game, just given his physicality is perhaps the most similar to what Pickens was able to do. And I think Georgia's going to try and find a way to get him involved in that aspect. So just to kind of recap the news here, and we'll get ready to say goodbye. So Georgia is officially reporting a right ACL, right knee ACL injury for George Pickens. He is going to undergo surgery. He's beginning his rehab. And he's going to be out for a while, and we'll find out how long that is. We'll hear from Kirby Smart more on that tomorrow. Of course, you can go to dognation.com and get a lot more reporting on this as well, both now and throughout the next few hours there on that. And obviously, a lot of this is going to be about where Georgia goes from here. This is this is just not good. Uh, but there will be happier days to come, and the goals for Georgia don't change. The championship expectations don't lessen. They're just going to be harder to achieve. But listen, uh, we all know how hard all of this is anyway. So sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, prayers to Pickens and his family. And uh, we know we'll be back seeing him playing football again. And I can't wait for that because I I do love to watch him play. He is a just a like this is all entertainment. Pickens is an entertaining guy. He is the kind of guy you can't really take your eyes off of him when he's on the field because you never know what he's going to do. He's just so much fun to watch. And I do believe we'll be watching him and having fun doing so again. But for now, this is not a good day for UGA. So more dognation.com. I'll see you tomorrow morning back again here for Dog Nation Daily. And we'll just figure all of this out together. And we'll uh, certainly talk to you then. 